so John. Yes. <laughs> have you ever been have you ever participated mm-hmm. in a focus group of any type? Years and years ago. Okay. Yeah, I watched a uh, a pilot for a TV show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fantastic, because uh, that's kind of what I w- I'll open with. Uh, uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, Pod Bay Door, John and Jamie in the studio talking to you about uh, uh, Vegas and beyond. Um, recently, I, I uh, attended a focus group. About 100 years ago, I signed up for this uh, for this. Um, focus group company and they periodically call me and you know it's by no means uh you know a a source of employment but um after a while it became kind of fun and interesting uh because you would do everything from taste tests i've done uh non-milk products um uh and um and this most and i watch a lot of uh, upcoming shows and uh, it's interesting to me, and, and, and it's truly legitimate, because I watched this show with Jeffrey Tambor, Yeah, and I thought it was horrendous. I thought it was one of the worst shows I've ever seen, and, and I wasn't even being my, my typical self. Yeah. It just, it was awful. It, 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 was, it was pandering, it, it, it was heavy-handed, hit all the social, you know, sensitivity buttons, and um, Tambor was a cross-dresser. Well... Unfortunately, you know, uh, it, it ends up being one of the one of the, uh, the, the biggest shows of that particular year, uh, Transparent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Since, you know, he got Me Too'd and he's gone. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Transparent was a war- an award-winning show. Everybody yeah. loved it. And I just, it was hysterical. But uh, I saw... It was that. a clever title. It, it, I, I never saw it, but I said, that's a very clever title. Uh, agreed. And Tambor, I always liked him. I mean, yeah. I've liked him in something as silly as like uh, Hellboy. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, the reason I mention this is that uh, I had a question from uh, Gerald off of Twitter, and he, he was recently walking through the MGM district. Now, the MGM district, if you go in the beginning, uh, the, the, the lobby area of the MGM, and just kind of keep bearing to your right, you're going to end up in the what, what used to be called the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, now it's called the MGM district, uh, loosely. And uh, it is a row of um, a long row of restaurants and art galleries and shopping, and uh, quite honestly, it, it is far uh, much much improved. Uh, it used to be just kind of you know just high end restaurants, nobody cared, and a, and a Fat Tuesday, and that's about it. Uh, but um, uh, it's very much improved. In fact, one of my favorite restaurants, Morimoto, uh, is there. Um, one of the Iron Chefs. Yeah. And uh, but at the end of it, this is where Gerald asked me the question. He said, I was, uh, he used the word accosted. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of accostment here in, yeah. in Las Vegas. It's fucking timeshare people. <laughs> yes, me time crazy too. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but if you have time, you yeah. do get yeah. free, free, yes, right. free stuff. And, and I have done that before. Yeah. I, I, we need to get shirts or a button that says I'm a local. <laughs> right, <You know>? <laughs> right. I think the nauseous look in your face uh, that yeah. should tell them. Uh, but at the end of the district uh, is, uh, is this location called Studio City. Yeah. Generally speaking, it's sponsored by CBS because they they advertise all of their current shows there. They also have the CSI experience. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you want to do that, and I've done. I've not tried it. Is it good? I mean, I, see, I get Groupon ads for that, and I've always thought, hey, that might be something. I have not do. done that CSI experience, but, but as we talked about earlier uh, in another episode, uh, the Mob Museum. Yeah. I did that one. Right. I, they're mu- they're very similar. Uh, so I'm sure it's quite fun. Yeah. Uh, and then past Studio City there uh, uh, is is the uh, escalators down to the pool. And then there's the high-end signature hotel and the spa and everything else. But 
Gerald said, I got accosted by these people. I'm sure it's a scam. Now, now, obviously, Gerald, you know, is uh, cut from the same cloth as me because I pretty much think everything's a scam. Yeah. Uh, which it is. But, uh, Gerald, I, I have good news. It's not a scam. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I have recently attended um, something there, uh, and uh, it, it was, uh, I can't really talk about it because you sign a, a waiver. Non-disclosure agreement? Yes, yeah. yes, NDAs. Uh, but uh, uh, I recently went there to watch a, uh, some programming, and it is absolutely legitimate. Um, they there are two different types of things you can do. One, you can watch these programs, and either they're either programs that are currently showing, or that are upcoming. And uh, you get it's kind of like a Nielsen thing, you know, mobile Nielsen, and you give your rating. Now that one is just for fun, but you do get to see a lot of really cool shows and or, or not cool, or they suck. Uh, but you get to watch things that are brand new, nobody else has seen. Yeah. The other part of it is, uh, and this is where Gerald I think was talking about, because they 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 sell it as you'll get paid to watch television. That's true. Uh, uh, the the oftentimes I will be now I'm I'm called by this company that I'm uh, involved with. But and they tell me they they first have to determine if you're if you're um, uh, a match for the group that they want. Now now that I've turned the unfortunate age of fifty, I, I match a lot of quite a few more groups. Are you starting to get the uh, the ads in the mail for the hearing aids? No. Yes, you'll start getting those probably no. maybe fifty five. I get those and I say I wish there was an envelope I could return to. I just write fuck you on it. There's nothing wrong with my hearing. Just really loud. I'm, just because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. But um, but uh, fifty is a really sort of s- sweet spot age for focus yeah, groups, because yeah. um, you know they, they they the only problem is is that um, I'm a non-smoker. Oh, I've lost so many because I don't smoke. Really? Yeah. Gee, with with, yeah. with with so many people now, at least in I mean, it, it goes by state, right? I mean, when I have to travel yeah. around business. I go to some states and thought, wow, I didn't realize that many people smoked. Yeah. Uh, I don't smoke. I don't vape. I don't e-cig. I, I don't do any of that crap. Uh, so I lose out on a lot, quite a few things. Um, and I don't drink. I lose yeah. out because of that yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, you go there. Uh, you come back at a certain time. Uh, if you match their their focus group, uh, and it's it's either all men, all women, it's a mixture, it's at different ages, it's all the same age. It really depends on what they're trying to sell. Uh, and you go into this room and you watch this show, and it's usually they they require about two hours of your time, maybe even more. Uh, but usually two hours translates to a hundred dollars. And if you if you you go there, you watch the thing, and you the the worst part of it is then you t- then the group goes to a different room and you talk about it. Now, unfortunately. A lot of the people, you know, are not the most literate in the world. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is very interesting because you see who's watching this, why they like it, how they like it. And it's, it's a very interesting process, which is why I don't mind the group dynamic. I always thought group dynamics was crap. Uh, but it's very interesting the way they do it. And they have the one-way glass or two-way glass. I don't know. Um, and uh, and it's it's very official. And you, you get all done. They give you a ticket. You walk out. You get 100 bucks. So Gerald from Twitter, yeah. it's absolutely legitimate. There. Now, yeah. I don't know about any place else, but at the end of MGM, it's right there. Um, now, the funniest part about it is, though, in their speech, they make you sign the NDA. And they say, you know, don't talk about it until you're asked to talk about it. Uh, but the funniest thing is, is, is the very last admonishment. Don't fall asleep 
because we won't pay you. <laughs> oh, if you fall asleep. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, or pass out? Can you pass out because you were drunk? I, mean, I, I wasn't I sleeping. I was passed out. Any level of unconsciousness, you're yeah. not getting your $100. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but to, to Gerald, yes, it is legitimate there at the MGM. Uh, if you, and if you plan your night around it, you know, have a date night. Uh, there's wonderful restaurants now. Uh, and they when I was there, completely empty. So you can have yeah. a lovely meal all by yourself. Yeah, and you can you can at least pay for the for the appetizer and maybe one drink with that hundred bucks. There you, <laughs> you go. Got, uh, there you go. With it with the with yeah. the with what they charge you at the strip. And it is cash, by the way. Oh, oh nice. Uh, it is a hundred dollars cash. It's not a Visa gift card. Yeah. And it's not a. It a, we'll, we'll we'll send it to you. It's cash on the money, cash on the barrel head, right there. Uh, so um, and it's a lot of fun. I've seen some interesting things. Like I said, I saw Transparent, which I was apparently wrong. I don't know. Um, and I saw one. I can't quite remember the name of it, but it was a testing. It was like uh, it was about um, like in the in the forests of Seattle, Washington area, and it was like log state troopers or something. It was it was awful, and it was that typical like cops in the woods. Yeah, and. It was terrible. It was it was overproduced and scripted, and, and I said uh, said as much. And I'll be damned. Saw it on t- TV like a month a month later. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So I. Yeah, you never know with those things. I remember I had seen. Um, you know, I go back to when I was in college. So I got called on one of these things, and and when in, and you could win. You know, this these fabulous prizes. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go. Mm-hmm. And I showed up, and I'm with somebody else, and I'm of course I'm being obnoxious. Um, <laughs> And they gave you a, a... As you're prone to do. Yes, as I'm prone to be. And, and I've always been that way. Like, part of me never grows up. So they gave you a clipboard and said, these were the sponsor's products. And you can choose up to $100 or whatever it was at mm-hmm. that time. And I thought, oh, what a bunch of bullshit. So I checked, checked off things like charcoal briquettes. What am I going to do with those things? I don't barbecue. Tampons. Hey, yeah, give me some tampons. <laughs> I could really use those. Ha, ha, ha. So I check all these things off. We sit there. We watch a, a sitcom for 30 minutes. And it wasn't very good, and it never came on television. But we had the, you know, we had the discussion about it. So now they're going to draw the winner of who gets the gift basket with all the stuff that they that they wanted. So of course, I won. They had like five people. I was one of the winners. Nice. And okay, okay, that's uh, you know, egg on my face. I got what I had coming <laughs> to me. But then I lucked out because then they went ahead and said, in, in lieu of sending you all this stuff, we decided just to send you money instead. So they sent me, I don't know what it was, it was $25 or, or something at that time, you know, which, was, which was in the 80s. Um, so that was one time. The second time, I was in the mall in front of the movie theater. They had like a tent set up. And they said, would you mind, you know, it's 10 minutes of your time. I don't even know if they gave me anything, but they must have. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gone in the tent. And they wanted me to watch a movie trailer. Mm-hmm. Would you see this movie? And I just I looked at it and said, nah, I wouldn't see that. Well, how come? Well, it's a fat chick. You know, I don't want to see that. It was Bette Midler. <laughs> and the movie was The Rose. I, I did eventually beaches. see it. And yeah. I really, really liked that movie. Really? Um, and I'm trying to remember if that was before or after I I handled her pantyhose. Uh, I think I'd mentioned that story before right. when, when she was performing. She wasn't a real big name. I mean, she was known. She had a following. She had a cult following. But she hadn't made movies and everything. And she was singing at uh, Bimbo's 365 Club mm-hmm. in San Francisco. And on a Saturday, a friend of mine who I used to help set up for his shows, he was he was Patches the Magical Clown. And he was doing a, a Christmas show at Bimbo's as some some group had had rented it out in the daytime. And we were in the we were in the um, um, dressing room so he could get his clown crap on. And and uh, so we're in the dressing room there and I'm helping him clearing stuff off. And there was this 
you know, I pick it up. Oh, pantyhose. I wonder who these belong to. Well, there was other stuff there that was belonged to Bette Midler because she was the one performing at night there. So my guess is that those were her pantyhose. <laughs> John, you've led a, a rich life. You're, you really have. Uh, but you had mentioned uh, timeshares. Yes. I've gotten questioned about timeshares. Yeah. I think we've discussed that before, but, but people always ask me, uh, and timeshares are not, you know, obviously Vegas specific. You know, they're Florida and, yeah, and, go anywhere. and Mexico, God forbid, if you're in Cabo. Uh, but um, uh, how they ask me, you know, do they actually give you free stuff? Yes, they do. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to be in a really good headspace and have available time. Uh, anywhere between two and four hours. They said, oh, it's just an hour. Well, that's bullshit. No, it's yeah, it's, it's gonna... an hour after they get, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's an hour presentation, mm-hmm. but they have to get you there and you wait around. Yeah. And, yeah. So if you don't mind, you know, being browbeaten for a couple, three hours and end up with a dinner and a show, yeah, go for it. Yeah. You know, the, I mean, the most prevalent one here you're going to see is probably Hilton Grand Vacations yeah, yeah. Uh, out of uh, out of the Flamingo or near the Flamingo Hotel. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, uh, you ha- again, you have to be in that headspace. And if you're the type of person that loves to argue, you know, you can argue with them about the price and everything else. But I mean, everybody and their brother knows that timeshares are not the thing to do right now. Yeah. You can't resell them. You can't do anything with them. Uh, it's tough. But no, absolutely. You'll get a free show. You'll get a fr- uh, sometimes dinner in a show. Uh, I know there is a couple, the Jockey Club, for example, uh, which is right in the center strip. Um, they often give cash, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you want to go and do it, do it. It's no no problem. Yeah, it, it would seem to me that it's okay. And, and I did it before I moved here. But I was here for like a week or two. So I had the time. Yeah. Okay, may as well do that. I got to see Spellbound at Harrah's. <laughs> hey, great. It was a free show. It was, it was, I mean, you know, it was good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, so it was, it was worth it. But if you're only here for, you know, a weekend or a couple of days, yeah. you have to think about, it, is it really worth soaking up? As you said, it could be, it could be three, four hours. Yeah. Um, you know, by the time they pick you up and they, they drop, they drop you off to where they're, they're having it at it. So now you're kind of stranded there. Yeah. Now these were in the days, of course, before they had ride share. Maybe you can call Lyft to get, get me the hell out of here. But now you've lost your time mm-hmm. and you've, and you're going to have to pay to get back to the trip. So when you're there and then they get you in the room, whatever, yeah, that takes time. Yeah. Now, what I, what I find is now I get accosted when I go to the Philippines. I'm in Manila. Oh, geez. And now yeah. they're not trying to sell me timeshare. They're trying to sell me a condo. Mm. And it's always like, yeah, look at the model here. And they just look around for any foreigner that thinks that this guy's probably got enough money to buy one. I'm <laughs> sure some of them are probably pretty nice, but yeah. no, I don't want to look that up. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, John, I, I you know, we in, in the past, in past episodes, we have talked about. Um, oh gosh, we've talked about ghosts, we've talked about uh, legends and uh, strange Las Vegas happenings. Well, I, I got a couple of urban legends. All right. And I believe we've mentioned a couple of these, but we didn't. We just kind of glossed over them uh, in a top 10 list. So I thought we'd talk a little bit uh, in depth about them, or as, as in depth as we can. Um, these are urban legends that are often talked about and still believed in Las Vegas. A uh, couple of them, eh, uh, nobody has really, you know, uh, conclusively yeah. said it didn't happen or or, 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 or it has happened. Uh, but let's see. We're going to start with uh, the bodies yeah. inside Hoover Dam. 
Hoover, oh, Hoover yeah. Dam for the for you older folks. Yeah, Boulder Dam. Boulder Dam. Yeah. Yeah. 1931 was the beginning of it. 1936 was the completion of it. Um, what is confirmed is that there were 96 souls that were lost building uh, while it, yeah. building it. Yeah. Uh, and it's 4.4 million cubic feet of concrete. But the now here the bridge to that is that the legend is that those ninety six individuals or a large portion of them uh, uh, fell through into the dam itself, mm. and because it was too difficult to get them out, they were just bricked over. Yeah, kind of like the maybe that's where the mafia got their idea to, right. of yeah. the cement shoes, yeah. right? Oh yeah, they've talked about Hoffa being in there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. Um, but uh, it, you know. Everybody that's involved in the Hoover Dam, you can you can pull up article after article after article. Uh, all of the officials, the officials then, and the officials now, and all the officials in between, unequivocally say that that's not true. Yeah, that every one of the ninety six were, were were claimed uh, and and buried appropriately. They're not in the dam now. Now, what do you think? That makes more sense. This is government talking. Yes. Yeah. 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 It does make more sense. Ninety-six people. I mean, you're just short of a hundred people that fell to their deaths. Uh, I just don't think they're going to bury a hundred. Just you know, they're going to wink and bury them. You know, in the middle of the dam. But uh, uh, now, now, are there any stories about um, the Golden Gate Bridge? Do you know any? uh, Well, only 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 those who have jumped. Jumped. Yeah. Now, my mother actually walked across the Golden Gate Bridge on the day they opened it. Yeah, because you know she was born in 1923. My father helped build it. Oh, is that right? That's right. He was he worked he worked the bridge for he's I think he said about eight months. Oh, no, I knew I knew guys who were painters on the bridge. Oh yeah. And you know when the thing with the Golden Gate Bridge, it it is always always being painted because by the time they finish it, because they they need because of the the fog, the the marine layer there, it rusts. Uh, unless they they go by you know like with rustoleum, I mean uh, you know red oxide primer, and then they paint it. That's why it's red because of that. And by the time they finish it, it's time to do it again mm. because you know <laughs> it takes a long time. <laughs> sure. And yeah, so so yeah. Uh, I did hear a story once about a painter that fell off mm-hmm. and survived. But now he had been a acrobat or he had a uh, training in that in in something and he knew how to go into a a fall mm. so that he he was obviously very seriously injured when he hit but he didn't break his neck he knew how to land in the water somehow and he and he survived that was a story i heard again that could be a legend too yeah i remember uh mike rowe uh, Dirty Jobs yeah. talked about the people that change the light bulbs mm. and and how how frightening a job that is. Yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah, and the other thing you know about the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, having lived in there, it, when you get up in, in the in the uh, you know you're on the span, oh yeah, well you can hang on to something, sure, but it's windy mm-hmm. and it's foggy and it's slippery, and all of those things you know uh, play a role in and and whether you're going to lose your balance or not. Yeah. You know, you know it's interesting, uh, you know, that we mentioned the, the bridge in San Francisco again, uh, you have your background in it, but yeah. if, if, uh, you know, ha- being such veterans of Las Vegas, um, San Francisco really has never been represented. And, and, and uh, I think well in Las Vegas. No, no, it hasn't been. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think it it is a, it is a pivotal city as far as the cultural aspects of the United States. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's uh, the entertainment and the food and the iconic structures. Um, I mean, we had the, we had now, it's gone, the Barbary Coast, which yeah. of course now is the Cromwell. 
um, uh, uh, but it hasn't. Is there anything? No, there was, if you remember, the Westward Ho, the original yes. plans were to tear it down and build a San Francisco-themed resort right. there. And then, and then that's when everything fell apart. fell apart. That's when the economy took a dump and all the building on the on the strip kind of came to a halt. Yeah. So, you know, they tore down that Westward Ho and... and uh, and it just sat there empty, right? I mean, Wynn bought it recently. By recently, I mean like a year or two ago. Yeah. And they were supposed to develop something there, which hasn't been done. Yeah, we have a couple of uh, uh, versions of Chinatowns, and they're cool yeah. enough. I mean, they have good, they have actually pretty good restaurants, and and one of the tiki bars that we've talked about, the Golden yeah. Tiki. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it's interesting how San Francisco is never really, and and what a great city. Yeah. Now, granted, it, it, being up or down, I mean, it's hard to because Las Vegas is you know tremendously flat. Yeah. Um, I it, maybe that's the reason but well um, you know and that's the other thing is that there are landmarks most of the hotels here that are based on and maybe that just fell out of fashion then because if you remember we had the bellagio the venetian the yeah. paris they all were built within a, a roughly a few years right right so so that kind of maybe then that fashion went out but but the one thing they all have in common of course is that they all have landmarks that you recognize right right whether it's the eiffel tower or the statue of liberty new york new york being another one Statue of Liberty. So San Francisco has so many things. You got the Golden Gate Bridge, you got Lombard Street, the Fisherman's Wharf, yeah. uh, Coit Tower. Things that, you know, when you think about a movie, you know you're in San Francisco. So they just have to show you one of those things. They show you Coit Tower, they show you the cable car, the Golden Gate Bridge. As a reference, oh, I know where I'm at. I'm in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that, that they could they could exploit in the hotel and they never did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of landmarks, I know, yes. John, you had, in a pre-show, you had mentioned a couple of things, that some changes that were coming up. Yes. Um, Bonnie Springs. Now, we spent a miserable afternoon there in our <laughs> concierge training when they sent us out there. We did. Yeah. Um, Bonnie Springs, the Old West Town, and the petting zoo with the three mangy goats <laughs> and uh, and a potbelly pig is going to close. No. Yeah. When? Do we know when? Yeah, I don't know when, soon. but pretty soon. And yeah. there's, apparently, they're, they're, they're circulating a petition online to save Bonnie, save Springs. Bonnie mm-hmm. Springs, which I'm sorry, I'm not going to sign it. Well, you know, I mean, yes, we've been there. I've, I've yeah. been there subsequently uh, yeah. for a photo shoot, but uh, um, yeah, it's um, now. Now, did they mention an improvement, or it's just well, it, 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 the thing that that some people were were questioning, and, and it was a good question: is are they going to build houses out there? Because you're right at the foot of uh, Red Rock Canyon, there, uh-huh. right, uh-huh. Red Rock. So, so are they going to are they going to spoil the landscape there? Well. The answer is no, because the the surrounding land now the Bonnie Springs itself is privately owned. Yes, but the surrounding land is all owned by BL, uh, BLM. BLM, yeah. right? Yeah. Bureau of Land Management. So yeah. that's not that's not they're not no they're not going to build houses there. What they do with the Bonnie Springs property, would be, I think, what happened was it was sold, oh. and whatever the owner wants, the new owner wants to do. Well, yeah. sad enough, yeah. but uh, it, it it didn't keep up. You know, we, we do have you know Calico Springs, and we have other ghost towns and and cowboy esque places. Yeah. Uh, but uh, well, it's interesting. Yeah. Now, now, um, uh, oh, you also have an update for downtown Las downtown. Vegas. Downtown. Um, they are going to uh, renovate and build. I guess it's going to be a new hotel. It's going to be Darren Stevens, you know, the uh, uh, of the D. Yes. He the D. Is that what he has? The D. Yeah. Yeah. We used to be the Fitzgerald. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyhow, they're they're putting together. He's uh, a new hotel that'll open December 2020. So we're looking wow, at that's quick. That's pretty quick, yeah. I guess, because the buildings maybe someone already there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's go. It's going to be called uh, Circa. Circa, and it takes the place of of Glitter Gulch. Glitter that Gulch. Area. Yeah. Yes. 
And anyhow, um, the ultimate clip joint for yes, strip clubs. Yeah, yes. Oh my god, I've been there <laughs> twice, and uh, oh, it's horrible. It's just, it was awful. I mean, they, they, the they have. It's like a four-step process just to get you to buy drinks. I mean, oh, it, it, oh god, it's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, but circa, so, yeah. And it, now they're claiming it's going to have the largest sports book in Las Vegas, or which would then, you know, hell, it would have to be one of the largest in the country. Then, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. And that's quite a claim. Yes. You know, considering you have the giants of like Caesars and, yeah. uh, and MGM. MGM, yeah. yeah Even Venetian so. has a big one. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, did they, and you, oh, 2020. 2020. Man, December. So close. So this is what, uh, so two years, I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it's December 2020. See, I'm surprised by that. I mean, I don't know anything about Stevens and his group. Uh, but uh, with as sluggish as gaming has been and yeah, or was yeah. in 2018, um, I'm surprised, um, uh, concerned, a little concerned. I mean, yeah. overexpansion has has always been a problem in Vegas. Yeah, it always has been. Yeah. And and I wonder again also if this has anything with the Raiders coming. Do they think it's going to improve the sports book? Or? You know, there's I, there, a lot of eggs are going in the Raiders basket. Yeah, and you you know how I feel. Yeah, about and, that. and and I wonder even with this with this e gaming. If mm-hmm. if that's going to be included, are they going to start betting on who's going to win? The, you know, I know. Who I know. knows? I mean, they'll bet on anything, right? That's right. That's right. Two dudes playing Mortal Kombat. We're going to yeah. bet on that. Uh, uh, well, thanks. I yeah. didn't. That, that's great information. Um, uh, number two, yeah. uh, Siegfried and not Roy. Oh yes, yes, that's a good one. Yeah, I think we've talked about this one before. Yeah. Siegfried and Roy, uh, uh, very, very famous uh, magicians and showmen uh, here in Las Vegas. Um, a long story short, uh, Roy was. Um, they're known for their white tigers. Um, there was an issue with one of the white tigers. Uh, Roy was attacked. He, uh, in my opinion, he was not attacked. He was actually being protected by the tiger, uh, but was injured uh, uh, almost gravely. Uh, and uh, the uh, they started in 1990. Yeah. Uh, and performed all the way through to that show in 2003. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, the claim has been, and this is the one that no one really knows because of one factor. The claim has been that for for quite a while he performed with a person that was not Roy. Yeah, yeah. The the story was it was Roy's cousin. Yes. Yeah, and and now now uh, that that was that was always a story. It was Roy's cousin. The irony was, you know, I I saw Siegfried and Roy once, but not in Las Vegas. <laughs> they played in Japan. They came to Japan between their gigs. They remember they were at the Hacienda. And then when they got their the big one at the Mirage, uh, they signed that contract. They were off for like a year, and they did a ten month stay in in, in Tokyo, mm. and they performed there. And that's where I saw them. Mm, okay. Um, but when I moved here, you know, I had friends in the magic community who knew who knew Roy. I, I had two friends that knew him, and one of them said, "No, Roy is." And this is the one that I believe, Darwin, who said, "I've you know, Roy and I, we Siegfried and Roy got here right around the same time I did. We're talking about the '60s." Um, I, I've known him a long time. I can talk to Roy about the old days and he remembers. So it's one thing he said, he, you, if you had an imposter, he would not have those memories of things that had, that, that only Roy experienced or that I knew Roy experienced. My other friend said, yeah, I, I knew both of, I, I knew, I knew Roy. And then the, the current Roy is taller a little bit because I noticed it. I thought he looked different. So, you know, he says, I think maybe it is the cousin, whatever, hmm. And I think I think Darwin knows him longer. And and again, the whole idea of and then there would be why would they do that? Yeah. Who cares? Because as they were, I mean, they were kind of like uh, you know they were 
uh, they were illusionists mostly, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, Roy was the animal handler, and Siegfried was more the skilled magician. He could mm-hmm. do some stuff, yeah. But but Roy really was the animal handler, mm-hmm. and and they worked on some some illusions. But very often, you know, illusions are 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 theatrical in in that respect. It's not really a a sleight of hand sort of. It's a different type of theatrical skill. Sure. So I don't see why would they do that? You know, why would they? Oh, we got to be really secret about this. Well, the number one factor from what I read yeah. uh, about this, and uh, and oh Lord, lots of articles. Yeah. Um, is is for some reason, uh, and and I find this to be uh, you know an abhorrent part of our press today. They felt they feel the need to have. Um, certain documents that I find to be quite personal. In this case, they asked for Roy's um, Roy's uh, uh, death certificate, mm. and they wouldn't give it. And it's like, well, at the time he wasn't dead. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, but then, then they asked for his hospital records, and they wouldn't give that either. And so that that caused a hoopla, kind of like the whole uh, you know o- Obama situation with his yeah. birth certificate. And um, uh, but I agree with you. I I, I don't think. Um, I don't think it was the cousin. Because they, do they look alike? I guess they would have to have looked alike. Now, Darwin, uh, your friend, yeah. uh, Darwin, uh, yeah. a, a, a Las Vegas uh, entertainer and, and magician. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, is he still performing? Well, Dar- in- Darwin is up in his 80s. Um, and he was, I mean, magic for him was, um, he still, I don't know if he's still performing. But um, he was always the ringleader of the of the ma- underground magic community, mm-hmm. and but he was he spent most of his career as a uh, bellman at the Riviera. That was okay. his day job. Okay, and he is he is a fantastic uh, caricature artist, and he has he has great stories. If you want to know about Rat, he knew them all. They would all stay at the Riviera. It was it was a big hotel back in the day. Yeah, you know Sinatra, and he met him several times. We should we should try to get Darwin on the show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'd have to go to him probably, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, so Siegfried and not Roy. I'm going to go with it. What it, it is and was Roy. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we're we're going to put that one to rest. Now, number three, the Mega Bucks curse. Mm. I was unaware of this, um, uh, and I didn't realize that it was so involved. But there was a woman by the name of Cynthia J. Brennan in two thousand in two thousand, who won. Uh, the the megabucks at the time. Megabucks, yeah. of course, is a slot machine, progressive, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and usually quarter based. And uh, you win the progressive if you get the the four or three eagles. Um, and she won, and then subsequently died in a car accident. Oh, the following winner, who was anonymous, which is very hard to do nowadays because yeah. they have a lot of rules in the casinos. You're not allowed to be anonymous because they want to market the whole thing. Uh, but um, in two thousand three. That individual won and then died of an overdose. Mm. And the reason we know he died, they know he died of an overdose, is was he he um, he wanted uh, split payments, uh, and so they know that he he no longer was able to accept the payment, so they were you know didn't have to pay the money. And then subsequently from there, there have been five others that have won either mega bucks or or smaller versions of the pot, who have died in a plane crash, gang violence. And three heart attacks. Interesting. Yeah. Now, now, I, you know, I don't know if this is an urban legend, but all of these are confirmed. They, mm. they, they are all dead yeah. after winning some version of the Megabucks. Well, I would say, first of all, 
every winner of everything is going to die someday, right? I mean, <laughs> right. and if you go stretch it out long enough, you say, well, this guy won in 1990 or whatever. Well, it was 20 years ago. You're going to yeah. die sometime. Right. How old were the people? You know, shit happens. Um, how many people have won similar mega box and nothing happened to them? Right. You know, or is they're still, I mean, they're going to die someday, right? right? Can we can we add that? Oh, another one bit the dust. You know, it's the same thing like with the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle when they talk about all the ships and stuff went down there. Well, yeah, okay, well, how many of them passed through and nothing happened? Right? Right. <laughs> A lot more. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, so, so, have you seen? I, I, this is a huge aside, but I yeah. just thought about. Uh, uh, I'm sure you've been. You're familiar with cruises and everything else. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that Royal Caribbean cruise thing? You know, now it's it's well. As of yesterday, when I stopped reading about it, 500 yeah. people are, are sick. sick? On, oh. Yeah, from uh, and they love to say norovirus. That's their favorite word, norovirus. Yes. Yeah. Um. And uh. And they don't know why. Must have been the pate. Yeah. Must have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, the first time in, in a long time they've turned around and came home. Oh wow! Yeah, usually they forge ahead and they were like, ah, screw them. And yeah. they always like to say the percentage of pe- the passengers. Yeah. Well, it was three point three when they were initially it was two hundred and twenty five, and then it doubled. Ooh. And they were like, no, nope, we're turning around. So oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, haven't had that in Vegas. Um, uh, there was, um, there was an issue while we worked at the Venetian. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and it was eggs. Do you remember that eggs. huge egg problem in the in the in the 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 patrons buffet, the Venetian buffet? Yeah, which I believe is 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 it gone? I haven't seen the buffet. We never had one at the Venetian when I was there. Didn't we? Had, no, we had the we had the employee dining room. We had the food. Maybe court. I'm thinking of yeah. I'm thinking of the employee dining room buffet. Chow, they used to call it. Uh, I called it Chow. Chow. Yeah. Uh, and some of the food there was. Uh, yeah, it was questionable. Trickle down. Yeah. Uh, from a the, lot of that was trickle. Yeah. yeah. But we had an egg problem. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, know. Yeah, and it, it was pretty serious. Uh, not 500 plus serious, but uh, yeah. no, I just saw that. Okay, uh, number four, um, hunting for Bambi. Are you familiar with that? No. Oh, this is so funny. Um, hunting for Bambi was a, was was something that was talked about about ten years ago, back in the days of Oscar Goodman. Okay, love Oscar. I think he's hysterical. Yeah. I don't know. Wife's about, now the mayor. Yeah. He was the mayor ten years yeah, ago. Ma- I think. Ma- yeah, Miss Goodman. Yeah. Uh, but Oscar, um, uh, very interesting guy. Um, checkered past. Yes. Uh, uh, mob attorney. Huge. Um. Uh. Sort of. Uh. uh tip to the hat to him in the mob museum. Oh yeah, yeah whole yeah, thing yeah, about yeah. him. Uh, but a very cool guy. I've met him many times. I don't know about him politically. I don't care. But he was very protective of Las Vegas, and I thought good, good on him for that. Uh, but hunting for Bambi was in his time, and this was, um, uh, it was a story that a company had started uh, uh, that um, it was basically hunting naked chicks with paintball guns. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. Where Having where was this the, happening? Uh, at? Just outside the city. I mean, you would yeah. you would you would pay. It was like it's like canned hunting nowadays, yeah, which yeah. is a, an awful thing. But yeah, they, you would you would pay, and the girls would would you know run around, and they were completely naked, and you'd shoot them with paintball guns. Well, ha- if you've ever been with paint uh, played paintball, it hurts. It hurts. Doesn't matter if you're naked or not. It hurts. Um, but, uh, uh, apparently I don't know, I can't find out exactly what they were trying to, to accomplish, but Oscar Goodman made a statement clearing it up. It was absolutely a hoax. 
There was no naked chick uh, or paintball or paintball guns. They had uh, stiletto heels on. They, yes. Now, we, we've actually hosted the uh, Powder Puff Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here in Lingerie Los- Bowl. I think they had a team yeah. here, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've done that kind of thing, but no no hunting for Bambis. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, that was it. You know, I, I like I said, the urban legends in Las Vegas seem to go hand in hand. Uh, but we're already weird. Yeah. I mean, there were always a story about the underground, uh, you know, the house with the underground cave or whatever. And yeah, that was true. That was absolutely true. That was, yeah. that is true. And maybe yeah. because of that, now people saw it. Okay. Well then that gets, gets removed from that list. Yeah. So, but the other ones, I mean, they're interesting. We yeah. don't know. That's, that's what makes some, makes them like that. Yeah, absolutely. And because the town is such that where things get torn down all the time mm-hmm. with a very few exceptions, are you talking about, about, about Hoover Dam? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we really don't have ghost stories about on the strip because the Hotels aren't there long enough to have a history. Because really, yeah. I mean, what are ghosts or metaphors of the past? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so that's why you have to have something. It has to be there a long time before mm-hmm. they can, it, before it can it can right. you know acquire a ghost story. Right. Before right. something, and if, if the hotel is only there 20, 30 years and it gets torn down and something else put up there, then it just doesn't have the same flavor. Right. You know, and we've talked about like Bugsy Siegel's car getting yes. buried. That's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we—I mean, we're, we're, we have such a strange and storied past. We don't really need to have these legends, but we do. We have a few yeah. here and there, and we have a couple of ghosts. You know, Elvis is Elvis is absolutely still here over there yeah. at the Las Vegas Hilton, um, or L, what do they call it now? The LHS. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, uh, you're right. It's it, it's interesting how again it goes back to Las Vegas. Um, uh, you know, uh, is has has started to and continued to kind of look away from its past, and and I think uh, there's a, many of us that hope it stops doing that. You know, but we'll see. I, we have a lot of new coming. Yeah, a lot of new coming. Yeah. Well, John, coming up on our show, uh, uh, it's uh, we're 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 going to talk about more ghosts. I found some creepy ones. Good. Yeah. Uh, about the surrounding areas, we're going to have more ghosts, um, uh, gambling tricks that don't work. Um, I've heard some really silly ones lately. Um, you know, patterns and, and yeah. that's, you know, the ways of doing things that just don't work. Entertainers of Vegas. Uh, you know, I got some friends that hopefully are going to come on the show, uh, but uh, maybe we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk to Darwin. I think that that would be a wonderful conversation. We oh, need yeah. to somehow arrange that. Now, uh, John and I are actually going to go on, a, a, unfortunately, going to go a little bit, one more hiatus here. Um, uh, and uh, we'll be back after the Super Bowl and we can talk about that. Uh, who you, uh, do you care about the Super Bowl? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see who who's in it this year before yeah, I yeah. you know now the thing is being from San Francisco we don't like Los Angeles teams. Yeah. However, that said, you know Jared Goff of the Rams mm-hmm. he went to Cal, so did I. So so that's in his favor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've got friends who like the Chiefs. It's been a while since they've right. since they've done. They always seem to 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 pee down their leg in in the playoffs. <laughs> so um, you know there's another there's another. Yeah, way that yeah. I'd like to see them. So, so our new episode uh, after this one uh, will debut on February fifth, right after the Super Bowl, so we can talk about all the happenings there. Um, I'm actually uh, uh, shooting a couple of things, photographing a couple of things uh, for uh, Cosmo uh, and Hard Rock, so we can talk about what all the all the craziness there. Uh, but um, uh, we hope everyone finds their peace. We're having a great new year, and uh, for John, this is Jamie, and we will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. 
Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The pod bay door is closed and talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD podcast on Twitter using at TPBD podcast and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.